welcome to Stirring the Pod podcast, a podcast all about discussing controversial food subjects, historical aspects of food, and pretty much everything else food and cooking related. First off, happy Halloween, everyone. Let me start by introducing my spooky co-host. First up, we have Mr. Barbecue Brand, an aficionado of all things barbecue and a recently featured guest on Food Network's Barbecue USA. Welcome, Barbecue Brand. What's up, y'all? Look, I'm not a referee like the sorry guys you see on Sundays. I'm a barbecue referee, all right? I got my flag. (laughs) I'm channeling my inner Rodney Scott here, all right? So let's go. Next up, we have Mr. Brandon D, a connoisseur of Louisiana and Southern cuisine and a self-proclaimed food science nerd. Welcome, Brandon. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Welcome to Stirring the Pod podcast, <laughs> Halloween edition. Happy Halloween, everybody. I'm taking this off because I, I can't even I can't even hear myself with this thing on. <laughs> but it looked cool to begin with, right? I mean, right. it works. Right, right. <laughs> I am your host, KCP, a baking and cooking enthusiast and a lover of all Southern culture, history, and cuisine. Tonight's topic is all about cookies. Tonight, we will discuss the sweet history of cookies and the many different types that we all know and love today. How y'all doing tonight? Good. Lovely. Lovely. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Y'all ready for trick or treaters? Hey, we, we get got some. our. Yeah, yeah, we'll get some. <laughs> we got our bags of candy. We got our kids. We got costumes. Look, I'm just I, yeah, I'm just saying this. Look, once you're above the age of, of twelve, you can no longer trick or treat. You know, kids coming to Idol with with uh, with book sacks and, and no costumes. I'm like, it's not how this works, bro. I need to well, be entertained. This this is true, but you know they could be doing something worse. They could be like egging your house. Or are doing some crazy stuff. So this come on, true. you want you want some candy? I'll give you some candy. I got some rice yeah. crispy treats. I got whatever you want. Here you go. Just don't come after nine. Yeah, just stop making TikTok videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you make a TikTok video in front of my house, I'm 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 robbing you. I'm taking right, at least right. two or three candies out of your bag. Yeah. Yeah. And the what, good stuff. I, the, I, need the, the yeah, I need the premium cut out this bag <laughs> it's like it's like when my parents used to sort my halloween candy they take all the good stuff oh that's snickers that's not good yeah uh, all the hershey's gone snickers gone mm-hmm. <laughs> lord okay so let's kick this off you guys um so i want to start off by talking about what the definition of a cookie actually is in america a cookie is described as a thin sweet usually small cake by definition, a cookie can be any variety of handheld, flour-based sweet cakes, either crisp or soft. Each country has its own word for cookie. We know as cookies call, are called biscuits in England and Australia. In England and Australia. In Spain, they're galettas. Germans call them kicks or I'm going to murder this one. Pelestin? Pelestin? <laughs> Halloween plug right there. Murder that. Right. (laughs) In Italy, they go by many different names. And, you know, like biscotti. There's so many different varieties in in Italy. But, um, but yeah, so the history of a cookie. So let me first off by saying, what are y'all favorite cookies? Mm. 
That's hard. I like cookies a lot. Um, Pe- peanut butter. Nah. I'm I'm a, I'm I'm gonna go out the blue and I'm gonna say one of my favorites. I it's top this top tier cookies. I can't say I have a favorite, but there's a top tier. Is the Italian Cucidati. Mm. He bougie. Okay, he like Italian who's your daddy? It's it's or stirring the pot plug. Rouge your daddy. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Exactly. So a, a dotty is basically as a, a shortbread type of cookie that is filled with uh, a fig and um, I think it might have a little bit of alcohol in it. It has like a fig filling. It's kind of like that's kind of like the origin of the fig Newton. I would guess. Yeah, it's a Ooh. it's a bougie fig Newton. Basically, it's oh. not bu- it's not bougie. Regular Italian people make make these cookies and they eat them for the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that sounds right up my alley. It's right. very good. It's good. I mean, if you're from the South, you, you have to love anything fig. You know, fig preserves. Mm. And I mean, it, it's almost part of our DNA. Italian. What is it called again? Cucciadotti. Cucciadotti. Okay. Oh, I, need, sorry. I, need to ta- I need to taste that. Yeah, sorry. I need to taste that. In fi- that almost sounds like an after dark cookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's oh, a good. It's a, it's a good one. Hashtag Kuchadati. This could be very mis. This could be misconstrued into something that's a little bit in, little inappropriate. Oh I'll leave gosh. that there. Right. On to part two, the history of the cookie. So cookies can date. Cookies date back as early as the seventh century A.D. in Persia or current day Iran. Um, this could possibly be due to the fact that they were the, one of the first countries to actually discover and cultivate sugarcane. Yep, so, that's true. Which is a is, form of grass. Yeah, which is a form mm. of grass. So, yeah, so it's pretty interesting that this came, you know, it, 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 well, like most things, most of the origins of a lot of things come from that area. So it makes sense that it comes from that area. I don't know. <laughs> it yeah. just makes yeah. sense to me. Well, to cradle so civilization, you know, I mean, that's first mm-hmm. civilizations were in the Middle East, so. Right, yeah. right. So early cookies were described kind of like as test cakes. So basically, you if you were like trying to figure out a, a cake recipe, you would make these little test cakes. And there you go. It became cookies. So that's you know, pretty much the the early part of like kind of Renaissance where all of these Renaissance cookbooks started featuring cookies, they they were derived from these little test cakes where, you know, people trying to figure out all these recipes and so cookies. Yeah, so cookies were a derivative of cakes? Yes. Or well, sort of the prelude to a cake. So you would test out right. your you're bad, I guess, for a cake to see if it had the right ratios and then... Exactly. If it tasted hmm. right and if it rose, you know, if it had enough, um, you know, of the, the leavening and all that stuff to see. Just, I mean, it's an easy way to test a cake. You just got to mm. cook a little yeah. bit and taste it. I know that when I was coming up with my recipe for gingerbread, we would take little pieces of dough and cook them in the skillet. Does to work. taste test 
the cookies to make sure like, okay, I think we need to add more ginger. Oh, I think we need to add more cinnamon or those kinds of things. So mm -hmm. I can understand, I can, I can totally get this. So oh, it makes perfect sense. I do that all the time whenever I make my homemade sausage. So I'll take brisket trimmings or and other, other things, mix it all together, season it up, and then make me a little patty. Fry yeah. it up, make sure the seasoning's right. It's the only yeah. way to fix it. If it's good, crank exactly. it out. Exactly. So exactly. That's, a, that's a great way to do that. Exactly. So what exactly, we can move on to part three. What exactly is the anatomy of a cookie? What mm. makes up a cookie? Well, I mean, you you would say, does it need to be flour-based? And that's not necessarily true because there are macarons that are right. uh, made with uh, almond flour. So Right, right. But some kind of I flour. Of yeah, some, some kind of flour to bound together, sweet. You know, I mean, they do make savory cookies, but they're not really a super popular thing. It's a sweet dessert. And, you know, it's a... Uh, I mean, the cookies have such a, such a variety to them. It's kind of hard to nail down what makes it. But, I mean, something that's sweet and has a... You know, a soft, a soft, a crispy texture. You know, definitely the, the four main ingredients of any cookie. You're gonna have your flour. You're gonna have your sugar. You're gonna and have sometimes salt, and you're gonna have a fat. Correct. So those are the four things that you have to have in order to have a cookie. As we know, eggs are not always they're not always used. For instance, shortbread cookies, which I am the queen of shortbread. Self-proclaim self queen of shortbread. Facts. I don't, I don't have, eggs are not in my recipe. But right. all four of these ingredients are. And the most important ingredient in that lineup is your salt. Because your salt is going to enhance everything else in that lineup. That's true. Period. So true. So true across the board. Salt, salt, is, salt is really important in cookies because a lot of cookies have quite a bit of sugar. And mm -hmm. that... It needs something to contrast it. That's why that's why nuts are usually a good addition to cookie. They kind of help level out that that sweetness and give you a little bit of rich taste. So now cookies made with eggs are a different a different thing. You're talking like your classic your classic cookies: peanut butter, uh, chocolate chip, oatmeal, cowboy cookies. Those have those are a different type of uh, uh, cookie dough. They're pretty much made with a kind of the same recipe. It's two sticks of butter, two eggs. It's like a cup of brown sugar, a half a cup of white sugar, and like two cups of flour or something like that. So it's not precise, but, and you can vary these ingredients uh, using uh, like a light brown sugar gives you a different texture. So there's all kinds of ways to vary your textures of cookies by picking your certain, uh, certain ingredients. Speaking of texture, and I'm gonna preface this by saying I am very much so a cliche savory cook, right? I'm a, barbecue cook slash chef, if you want to call me that, but I'm not great in the bakery area. So yeah. I definitely lean on KCP for <laughs> my recipes and things that I need to do when it comes to baking. Yeah. So let me ask this question. When it, when it comes to eggs, I've read that eggs usually provide more of like a, um, a texture or um, it can create, you can give a little bit more moisture. It kind of helps with like gluten formation and things right. like that, make them a little bit more puffy. Right. Is, is that correct? Or is there any yeah. more to that? Right. So eggs are going to promote exactly what you said, puffiness. They're also going to promote a spreading in your cookie. So if you need, if you have a cookie that you don't want to spread, you don't put eggs. Mm. So 
like I said, shortbread do not have eggs in them. So you do not yeah. want shortbread. Shortbread, um, sugar cookies either typically do not have eggs in them. And it also, eggs act as a binder. You know, they hold everything together, you know. Right. Especially in cookies that have a, a higher, like, uh, moisture content. Uh, you have your oatmeal. You have your uh, chocolate chip. So those mm. cookies... Because of those the darker brown sugar that you have in there, you have more moisture. So you need that egg to hold it all together so it doesn't just slide across the pan when you bake mm -hmm. it. Because that, that, <laughs> that sugar is going to melt and it's just going to create like molten lava. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we have all baked cookies, at least the, the super, super novice amateurs, uh, myself included in this. So I'm not taking shots at anybody. But we've all made cookies, a pan of cookies, and they were just, you know, way too wet. And then you put them in the oven, and when you took them out, it was a thin, thin cake layer. Oh, yeah. There was no separation of, of cookies anymore. It was just you all made, one cookie. You made a cookie cake is what you did. <laughs> yes. An unintentional cookie cake. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah eggs, eggs are your emulsifier. So that's what's going to help bind your water and your fat and your mm -hmm. protein together. So with an egg. So yeah. this protein's water soluble, fats not water soluble, and then you know, so that's that's your binder right there. The eggs binds everything together. Uh I'm also like UB, I'm also a savory cook mostly. I don't do a lot of desserts. But the one thing I can make is cookies. I can make mm -hmm. cookies and brownies. That's that's the yeah. pretty much the only thing I enjoy baking, by the way, too, because <laughs> it's because I understand I understand the uh I understand how to make cook I can actually make my own cookie recipes because I understand the cookie base. So understanding the cookie base, like the egg, butter, that kind of base, I can vary it and learn how to bind ingredients together. So it's really not very difficult. So I've made all kind of crazy cookies. I mean, what was the one that I made? It was a, uh, it had figs in it, it had oranges in it, it had some orange peel in it and pistachios. That's what it was, a fig Ooh. orange pistachio cookie with a little bit of cardamom in it. So just by knowing the, the the base of a cookie recipe and using like it's a pistachio cookie, so it's kind of like a peanut butter cookie, but it, pistachio is a little drier than peanut butter. So I actually had to add a little bit of uh, a little bit of avocado oil to the peanut to the uh, pistachio to get it turning into a peanut butter type consistency. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he nice. does really good like oatmeal based oatmeal. cookies. I can make chocolate chip chocolate chip cookies or. or pretty easy too. There's nothing hard about that. If you're looking for the recipe, uh, what is it? The, the, the Mrs. Fields recipe or one of those recipes or the, the Toll House recipe is real famous and it's a spot on recipe for chocolate chip cookies. This leads me into another ingredient that sometimes goes into cookies and that's going to be your, your baking powder or your baking soda. Mm -hmm. And what's the difference between those things? So basically your baking powder is a leavener and it's, it's made from baking soda, cream of tartar and cornstarch recipes that call for baking powder, basically why you need baking powder. So think of it like a floof powder and I'm, I'm quoting Dylan Hollis right now. And if you guys don't know who Dylan Hollis is, you obviously haven't been on TikTok because he's all over TikTok and he is hilarious. He's a, he's a baker and he bakes all these old recipes these vintage recipes and he's just hilarious and his his cookbook just came out and it's 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 fantastic anyway so he called baking powder floof powder and that's exactly what it does it fluffs up whatever you're baking so if you want something to be like a little bit fluffy 
you add that. And that's why most cake recipes have baking powder in them because you want your cake to rise. You want a nice, thick, like sponge of a cake. You know, you want, you don't want a flat, you, you don't want a cookie, basically. You mm -hmm. want a cake. Right, right. So that's the difference. And then with baking powder, you put baking powder in cookies because you want a chewier consistency. So like for instance, gingerbread has baking powder, baking soda, excuse me, baking soda in it because you have a, you want a more chewy consistency to your, your cookie. Baking Bacon soda, chewy, chewy, baking, baking powder, so fluffy. Baking powder is fluffy. Baking soda is chewy. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that. That's Take your notebooks out, people. Right. right? Yeah, that's that's one of the ways, uh, especially for like are you talking about the um, like the oatmeal cookie, chocolate chips cookie recipe, varying your baking soda to baking powder ratios. A lot of them use both uh, changes the texture of it. Also, which can change the texture is your type of flour. So if you want a chewier a chewier cookie, you can use bread flour mm -hmm. instead of all purpose. If you want a softer cookie, you can use cake flour, which has the least amount of gluten, while all purpose is a medium range, and then bread flour is a higher range of gluten. Higher gluten, mm. yeah, exactly. So, ding. Yep. just in case you didn't know, now you know. So let's let's jump into types of cookies. So I want to first jump into this one because it's probably the most, I guess, popular, and that's drop cookies. So drop cookies are going to be your chocolate chip. They're going to be your oatmeal. Anything like a brand, a Brandon was saying, you know, all the the different types that he makes and. I, I guess cowboy cookies falls into that that a same cowboy kind of cookie thing. does too. It's, a cowboy cookie has uh, pecans, coconut, chocolate chips, and oatmeal. Mm -hmm. So I feel like drop cookies have a lot more going on. Like they always have, they bring a lot to the party. A drop, a, a, you know, a drop cookie is for, for something that you want to mix a lot of ingredients in. Yeah. If you're trying to make a, a like a, a cookie that has a lot of ingredients, or you're trying to add different texture and, you know, things like coconut, uh, shredded coconut or chocolate chips or pecans, you know, having that egg to bind that all together really helps. And it helps for it. Basically you form a dough where it's all in captured in that, uh, in that dough with the egg. So these cookies are really have a really wide variety of recipes. So you can make, uh, just anything you want. So if you understand how to make that cookie base, which you could just look at like a chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's like the standard base for the cookie and that you can mix anything you want in there. It just has to be in proportion. So, yeah, that's so, very interesting. Um, okay. So this cowboy cookie, is this, uh, this sounds very Texas. I've I don't never know if it's from, it's either, it's, either, it's either from Texas or from uh, Oklahoma, but okay. uh, I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where it originated from, uh, but they're actually, they're actually really good. Absolutely. The thing is, drop cookies are, they're made up of a soft dough that's dropped. Like literally mm. you take spoonfuls and you just drop them on your, on your baking sheet or parchment or, or whatever. They, they spread. So that's the thing. Mm -hmm. These cookies spread. They're not yeah, meant but... to stay in, in a shape. So don't think mm. you're going to bake some chocolate chip cookies and going to decorate them like all pretty because they, not... yeah. now there, there is a trick for perfectly round drop cookies. And I, I'm, I'm going to reference chocolate chip cookies here. So what you do, you you have your cookies, you drop your dough onto your sheet pan or whatever. You bake them according to the, the directions, right? You pull them out. While they're still warm, you take a glass, a drinking glass, right? You turn it upside down and you put the drinking glass over the cookie and you rotate it. 
Mm. around the cookie. So what that's going to do is going to give it a uniform shape. It's going to mold it into a circle. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> Y'all are getting some heat today. Let me tell you, I want to pause right here because this this is something that we've been talking about for the past 10 episodes. Now this is episode 11 is these guidelines on everything that we've been talking about because a lot of people want to cook they want to cook better and they also want to experiment because they see a lot of experiment mm -hmm. happening right you're mm -hmm. on TikTok, you're on social media you see a lot of experiment happening and people want to experiment but they don't understand that a lot of times there's guidelines that you can follow to help your experiments go better mm -hmm. you know rather than trying to take a back road somewhere you just you know hop on i-10 and you end up somewhere you don't know where you how you got there <laughs> if you follow these guidelines then you can start to experiment because you realize the history or not the history you realize the the like the backstory on why this is working and why things are not working mm -hmm. so that's well, that, that was awesome i like i really like that tip you would drop cookies the the recipe is pretty precise like the ratio of flour to fat to eggs to sugar, all this is in, and then the leavening agents are pretty precise. But what you can do to vary the texture of a drop cookie is change the ratio of sugars. So if you want a crispier sugar, a cookie, you use more white sugar than brown sugar. And then you would substitute dark brown sugar with light brown sugar. That would make your cookie a little bit drier and you'd end up with a crispier texture. So you can you can play with the, the ratios of sugar, but the sugar has to basically remain the same. A more white sugar will give you a sweeter cookie a darker brown sugar will give you a, a cookie that's a little more muted in the sweetness mm -hmm. because of the bitterness of the molasses that's added to the brown sugar. Mm -hmm. So that's what kind of tones the sweetness down. So you can you can vary the ratios of white sugar to brown sugar, to, but it all has to say the same amount. It has to be the same amount of sugar. So you can't really, you can't use less sugar. Like a cookie is not a recipe where you can make it a lighter recipe. It's like I'm trying to make diet cookies. <laughs> Just get, 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 give up. There, there's plenty of other things you can make. Make you a nice fruit salad, something else. Yeah. Not, the, not the fruit salad. Oh. Yeah. Hey, man, I love fruit salad. I love fruit salad. I have I no just, problem. But, me, but it's, me, uh, me, me too, but I just envision this, the, you know, these 12 people sitting around in the living room just shooting the breeze and 11 of them have cookies and one person has a fruit salad. <laughs> that dude's pretty miserable. I'm proud yeah, of that. Yeah, but it's the ratios are really. You'd have to you'd have to look up a, a particular recipe that's a lighter cookie. You you can't. It's hard to it's hard to mess with the ratios because it's so precise. Baking is a yeah. precise a yeah. precise thing. It's not like you know making like like a marinara sauce where you could say, oh, I'm gonna throw in this and that, and it's probably gonna come out pretty good. Right. The only <laughs> thing that I have ever seen that. I've never tried, by the way, this is, this is, I've not tried this out, but adding canned pumpkin, unsweetened canned pumpkin to a cookie recipe. So what that does is it, it kind of, same thing with applesauce, I think it kind of changes. You use that instead of like the oils. I, I don't even know, but I saw a recipe literally this week where a lady went to the store, she got a container, like a bag of the chocolate chip mix, dry mix. Like you can buy like the muffin mix, you know what I'm mm -hmm. talking about? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. The chocolate chip mix, right? She mixed that and one can of unsweetened pumpkin together. And that's all she used. And she put it in an eight by eight pan and baked it. 
Hmm. Hmm. Now, the first thing that I thought about was I need to take a look at this can and look at the ingredients on it. Just pumpkin. Just pumpkin. Oh, it's just pumpkin. It's no pumpkin mixture or nothing like that. It's just Just not pumpkin pie filling, just straight pumpkin. Hmm. And she mixed that with the chocolate chip cookie mix. Seems like a cheap enough experiment to. Right. I'm sure that can also be used for cake mix. I mean, it's basically the same, mm. kind of the same thing. So, right. I mean, it, it's, it's like you said, it's a cheap enough experiment if you want to have a lighter calorie-wise mm. cookie. It could work. I saw the end result. It, it looked pretty good, but it was mm. more like, like, it was more like a bar cookie where you have to just, kind of like a cake, would just cut it into bars, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, pumpkin's a, uh, I mean, pumpkin probably has protein and emulsifiers in it that yeah. naturally occurring that right. allow you to make it into a cookie. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. like that, that there's ways to make lighter cookies, but like what I'm saying is don't take a traditional standard cookie recipe and try to lighten it up. Say, oh, I'm going to use half a, half the amount of no. butter. It's no, not no, going to no. work. It's not, it doesn't no. work. Butter is, is there it, for a reason. I'm, I'm not, I'm not about eating light versions of anything. No, okay. no if you're going to do it, you might as well go all the way, if, right? If you're like, going to do it, do it. If you're not going to mm-hmm. do it, then don't do it and go, go another route. But, it's all, right. it's all, in, all in moderation, right? Like right. you're not going to eat a whole pack of Oreos, you know, like you're <laughs> right. going to have some Oreos, have a cup of Oreos. And, you know, I would rather have a real Oreo than some like lightened up version of it. Now, mind you, the Oreo thins are delicious as well. They're smaller, so I guess in my mind, mm. it's lighter. Now hold on. The, do the thins <laughs> have less cream, or is just the cookie? No, I think it's just the cookie. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then that's why. Yeah, then that's yeah. And, uh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it's just it's we just know not what's a. Up. Yeah, it's just not, don't don't mess with like look out of a, a cookie recipe. Just accept what it is, and if you want to mess with it, you know. You can't really mess with these ratios without failing. So I'm just, (laughs) says what it is. (laughs) I want to move on to the second type of cookie, which I just kind of touched on. And that's a bar, bar type cookies. So you have like your lemon bars. I mean, there's so many options out there. There's one cookie bar recipe that I I know I've had in my childhood. And it was, I want to say it was called magic bars. Mm. So like, Chocolate chips, butterscotch chips, shredded coconut. Uh, I, I don't know, but it was delicious. Mm. Yeah, have you ever heard I'm, of that? No, I'm from a um, I'm from a certain part of town where magic bars you know, probably mean something else. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> now we're also forgetting the most famous cookie bar of all, the brownie. Oh, you're right. Brownies, brownies are brownies are cookies, not cakes. So they're cookie bars. So they call them cookie bars because you cut them into you cut them into squares. But no, brownies, brownies are cookies. Made, yeah, I, I know brownies are that cookies. Made those magic bars as well. Um, <laughs> you know, you know about them blondies, boy. <laughs> oh, those bl- oh, yes, yes. Please explain to these people what blondies are, because a blondie is a brownie that has no chocolate. So it is the same. Type of That's, recipe, the same flat to, fat to flour to egg ratio, but no chocolate and vanilla right. flavored or right. anything else you can imagine, just non chocolate flavored. We've done praline flavored ones as well, too. Absolutely. Let me reach out and, and let y'all know something to all our subscribers. Do yourself a favor. Any baking recipe, especially cookies, that calls for butter, 
brown that butter first. Yep. Brown it. Worth the effort. Will change your life. Mm. It will change your life. It will change your recipe and it will blow people's mind. Because you should have seen barbecue brands face the first time he had one of them blondies. Oh man, y'all already know how I act on here when we start talking about <laughs> some of this food. Because our Woo. our blondies have brown butter in them and it completely changes the way that it tastes. Like it just heightens every single flavor in that recipe. Yeah, you see, it, you see, KCP and Brandon D thought they were slick. They came to a competition not that long ago <laughs> this year, and they bought a whole container of those blondies, and we were eating them. And then we were packing up, and I got home, and I was tired from the weekend, and I said, you know what would be really, really good right now? It's just one of those delicious blondies. And I searched the house, and it was nowhere to be found. <laughs> 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 so they they owe me some more. I'm telling you right now. Oh, oh, it's so good. I, take, I didn't. I didn't. I was not in the conversation that you two had about. I didn't want those things. I didn't want. Look, I did not want those things coming home with me. I do. Well, I, I take responsibility. <laughs> I take. I take full responsibility over this because I grabbed them and stuck them in the in wherever. We were just packing up, just packing up to leave because y'all, it was so hot. Our brains weren't. Yeah, we were, uh, we were just ready to get out of there. It's like I'm yeah, tired was... of the sun. That, that was my last. That was my last outdoor activity for the summer of in Louisiana, Texas of 2023, which was just god awful. Oh, that was so, in the middle of. That was in the middle of summer too. August, and even August, the yeah. even the water was hot in the pool. Every, like it was just was... everything was hot. <laughs> it was right. really hot. Really, really, really hot. So I yeah. take full responsibility. I'll make you some more. Blondies. Appreciate you, my girl. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to hold that over my head. <laughs> oh yeah, I wanted to tell. Uh, uh, this is what I remember. I remember the the, uh, the uh, oatmeal cookie recipe that I used was the one for Quaker oats, but they changed this thing. They lightened it up. You know, they say like, it used to call for two sticks of butter. Now it calls for two half sticks of butter. But lucky for me, I remember the original recipe. Time out. Wait, it calls for two half sticks of butter? Is that what it says? That's what that's what it says. I looked it up. I was like, wait what? a minute. Wait, that's, that doesn't even not, make sense to that's me. Nonsensical. That's one stick. <laughs> that's one stick of butter. Why would you say <laughs> you need two half sticks of butter? Yeah, yeah. You going that's around the, you going around the that's corner. That's what it says. One, one, one and one fourth cups, two oh no, it's uh I'm sorry, it's two what is this? Two it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm like, two, one, what is one and one fourth cups of butter? I would, one cup of butter is a half stick. Uh, a cup one of cup butter of butter is, is two a... sticks. Yes. Okay. Oh, maybe yeah. they, maybe they didn't change. Man, that was more butter than they. Maybe they put more butter in this oh. recipe. Oh well, big ups <laughs> to them then. Right. Yeah. But uh, but in other words, it's it, it's like what I remember the, the they changed the recipe. It's it's basically two sticks of butter. Uh, a cup of brown sugar, a half cup of white sugar, two eggs, and then like two and a half, and like two cups of two or three cups of flour. Mm. I can't remember the precise one, but it's uh, it's it's like the standard. But what oatmeal cookies use less flour because you add oatmeal. Do you uh put the oatmeal in the food processor, or mm -hmm. do you just no. throw it in as is? You oh. just throw it oh, in. Oh yeah, yeah. it's got to be quick. It's got to be quick oats. It's got to either be quick oats or it's got to be uh, the old fashioned. Old fashioned, yeah. yeah. Quick okay. oats, quick oats, are, quick oats are chopped up. So I think the old fashioned give you a better texture. 
Oh, I see. Oh, that, yeah, I can see that. You, because basically, it, quick oats are like, you take uh, old-fashioned oats, roll, uh, rolled oats, which means you put them through a roller, and then you chop them up to make them cook faster. That's hmm. quick oats. The more, the more you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to move on to the next type of cookie, which is your rolled cookies, which are my specialty, which are shortbread. Let's see. You have shortbread. You have gingerbread. Sugar cookies. Sugar cookies. Mm. So, are, and are snickerdoodles a roll cookie or is that a, a drop cookie? I think snickerdoodles are drop cookies. Yeah, that's things I thought so. But it just depends because to be perfectly honest with you, for some sugar cookies, I would say that they're more of a drop cookie. It just all depends because some sugar cookies spread and some don't. That's I don't true. know. I don't know why. I, this is something that has just come to me and that <laughs> I need to research. I, I guess it depends on how it's made. Some people maybe make sugar cookies I, differently. Maybe Could they put it? eggs in some recipes. Right. Because my, my arch nemesis cookies <laughs> company. Oh. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready to take the bullets. <laughs> I can't stand crumble cookies. They're the worst ever. <laughs> Those cookies are sugar cookies, and they definitely have eggs in them. No, those, those cookies are not sugar cookies. Those cookies are super duper diabetes <laughs> sugar what? cookies. The That's diabetes, what that is. The diabetes cookies. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to say about, uh, I've had some cookies that at Crumble that I thought were good, but uh, but most of the stuff I found, uh, what it was... What was the good one that I had over there? Um, it, it was a chocolate cookie. It was a it was a dark chocolate cookie, and that one was actually pretty good. But I found most most of their cookies are very out of balance with flavor. They're very very high in they sugar. They don't have flavor. <laughs> That's very, the whole thing. They don't very, have any flavor but sugar. They they're very very light on the flavoring and just really really heavy on the sugar and not. I don't know. They're they're just not that great. It, I don't see why. I think it, the gimmick of them is that they're huge. Yeah, they're Oh, huge. my stomach bubbling. First of all, I know y'all just heard Brandon D saying how he likes some crumble cookies. In yeah. this house? He, he you better did never say, bring them things in this house, boy. I'm going to just tell you right chocolate. now. No, he no, no. The dark chocolate. Bro. I'm just saying the dark chocolate. If, if I see that box come in this house, you can, you can eat it in the dryer. You're the, you're, the, you're the one. That, time out, time out. You're the one that brought the cookies in the house. I didn't even bring them. I, I never willingly, I will never go to Crumble Cookies because I don't, there's nothing there for me. Time out, cuz. I didn't buy them, though. Yeah, that's I, true. They had them at work. And I brought them mm. for you to try. Okay. I wasn't impressed. I mean, I really wasn't impressed. But uh, I did try them. I did try them. And that's how I know they trash. Look, I'm just going to say, like, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not, they're really not that. They're not, not my not, thing. Not trash. they some trash. Some trash correction. <laughs> they just they're very they're very very high and very 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 sweet. Uh, the the flavorings are not really there. No, I mean, no, it's it's just not it's just not that great. I'm not impressed. I mean, no, no, I'm I'm not. So yeah, we had a work function and they they had some catering. Uh, it was it was funny because they catered barbecue and they got these. Car, I don't know these huge boxes of of crumble cookies, and then everybody was in my face about how the barbecue was and everything. So 
you know, we were talking about that and I was like, man, I never had crumble before. I really want to see what the hype is about. I am going to grab one of each of these cookies because they were a ton of cookies and there were not a lot of people there. So I was like, okay, this is towards the end of the evening. So I got three different crumble cookies and I don't remember what flavor they were supposed to be. I do remember that I took a bite of one, I took a bite of the second one, and I took a bite of the third one. And all I remember is just sugar. Like I remember my stomach being like, bro, I, like, <laughs> eating a little dessert after a meal is fine. But like eating a straight up tablespoon of sugar is not cool. We not, no. we not rocking no. with you on this. Please no. don't do this to me again. <laughs> and I, ever since that moment, I was like, okay, body, I hear you. Right. You know, the last time I walked past the crumble cookie, somebody opened the door and I needed an insulin shot. Um, <laughs> so it's, sorry, it is what it is. I don't it know is, if y'all right. out there in podcast land like crumble cookies, but good Lord, it is just so sweet for no reason. Yeah. Right. It, it really it really is. It, it's, it's too over the top. Like the one that I have tried, it was um I, I'm a sucker for anything lemon. Like you put anything mm -hmm. lemon flavored in front of me, I'm I'm a like to a flame, right? <laughs> so lemon cookie. All right, let me try this out, right? Like bar barbecue brands and let me see what the hype is all about, right? Took a bite and I was like, This is supposed to be lemon. I don't even it was like a whisper. A whisper of lemon. <laughs> Like I want, I want that lemon to make my jaw like pucker up. You know, I, I, I want somebody like lemon to hit me in the jaw. That kind yeah. of flavor. Yeah, you need no. you need a punch of lemon. If you're gonna put lemon right. in something, you, you sweeten your, you know, you sweeten your lemon up and then you hit them with it. Like right? No, come on now. Don't it was cover up the lemon it, it was with sugar. It is, cover up a... every one of their flavors with sugar. Oh yeah. Like the, the 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 real flavor of lemon comes from using lemon peel, not lemon juice. Lemon juice exactly. is just sour, right? And lemon peel is where the real lemon flavor is, a lemon zest. And I mean, it's it's just crumble is just they, there's nothing impressive about their cookies. If you want like a really good cookie, go to Potbelly and get their oatmeal chocolate chip cookie, and that cookie is fantastic. Yeah, very very well balanced there. This is a sandwich place that may has made a better cookie than Crumble has ever made. Oh yeah, I don't know if they have uh, is Potbelly in Louisiana at all. I don't know, but uh, I don't think so. It's, it's yeah. here in Texas, but they they make they make a pretty good sandwich and they make really good cookies. They make a good, I think they do a sugar cookie and a snickerdoodle sometimes too. But they have a better their cookies are way better than Crumble. Crumble cookies are just it's a gimmick. I mean, that's what it that's is. That's all it's, it is. It's a giant cookie. Yeah. And then to, like, make it even more gimmicky, they have, like, a special crumble cookie cutter where it cuts the cookie into four pieces because the cookie is, like, 1,500 calories. So, I mean, who can Good eat God. that whole thing? So we, we're going to we're gonna put it into portion size <laughs> for you. Man, my stomach but, is really hurting talking about this. I'm not lying to y'all. They're like, just not. They're just not. Oh my stomach bubbling. <laughs> they're not they're not they're just not they're not they're not good. They're like that's it. The only one I had that I, I I thought was decent was the chocolate. And that's because it had a lot of chocolate in it and it just kinda balanced it out. But other right, than that because that chocolate is bitter. It's a yeah. bitter note. So what that's gonna do is gonna balance out all that sugar. That's what it did. Yeah. And that's the only reason why you were able to eat it, because if not, you know, 
I'm just trying to think of places tasting. that really have really good cookies, and that's just not one of them. <laughs> no, it's not. It's really yeah. not. And that's, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'ma dust the bullets off my shoulders, but y'all can shoot me down. I don't. It ain't happening. Mm. There's you, so much. Y'all know why we here. What is what is this called? Stirring the pot. Let's stir. That's stirring. Exactly what this well, is. We're gonna, give you the, we're gonna give you the facts. Look, mm. okay. Look, I've had better cookies at Albertsons. Oh okay. man, that's, that's true though. I have Albertsons has some legit cookies. Like they have a, a like a chocolate chip pecan cookie, and yeah. I'm not a chocolate chip fan. I'm not, but that one with the with the pecans, it makes it gives it that salty edge. So you have that balance, and that's why it's so good. Because mm. I love anything like that's gonna complement each other. So sweet and salty all but day I long. I'll be. I'd, I'd rather get cookies from Subway than get cookies from uh, Crumble. <laughs> God, dog. Yeah, because Subway cookies aren't bad, man. They're pretty good. They make I mean, them it's, fresh. It's just a, it's, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing like super special about them, but there's also nothing wrong with them. So nothing wrong with them. Yep. I have. But I have, uh, but there's I a lot learned. wrong with a lot What's wrong that? with Crumble cookies. I don't give. I don't give a shit about Crumble cookies. Like <laughs> you, you, you show up with those, I'm like, whatever, man. That's not. That's not that great. Oh, you're gonna give plenty of shits about crumble cookie when you when you eat it. Oh. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I promise you that. Okay, so I'm about to switch gears right now. Just while I'm thinking about this, because I I just thought about this. Southerners bake really well. Like we're known for like we're known for baking. Like Southerners, right. you know, your southern grandmother, your southern auntie, like they can just bake. Like you just go to you know a small town and you get to get some really good mom and pop type bakeries and things mm -hmm. like that we're really good with that but we're also really good with our savory dishes too and i feel like the reason that you're good at one and may may not be so good at the other is for instance when you go in the kitchen and you cook a savory dish you can go by a feel right you can you can you can just kind of sense what that dish needs Things are very precise when you bake. Right. You can't necessarily go off a of feel, can you, when you bake? And, and I'm asking this question to, to you because you're the expert on this panel. Not when it comes to the main ingredients. Mm, yeah. Only the, the, like the, the flavor additives that you're putting into your baking. So right. any spices, anything like that that's not going to affect your actual texture or the the structure of your bake, whatever that is. Mm. The, so the like, base, the yeah. base has to be the base has to. You can't play with the base of of, mm. of a cake or a cookie or a pie. Right. It, it's it's real precise, and then you have to understand how your seasoning, how your flavorings will affect. They sometimes they can affect the texture of your your dessert. I mean, so. You can't add too much liquid. You can't add too much, you know, uh, things that are usually pretty safe are like spice powders are usually pretty safe. You know, things like lemon zest or orange zest, also pretty safe. Anything uh, dry. You have yeah. a dry ingredient is safe. Any, anything with, wa with water, water you have to, you cannot add anything that's too watery. So with mm -hmm. extracts, whether they be alcohol-based extracts like vanilla extract or emulsion extracts, those you have to be careful with. There's only so much you can add before you start hurting the texture of your yes. of your product. Yes. Okay, so that makes perfect sense to me. You know, like you, like I was talking about earlier with the guidelines. I follow guideline mm -hmm. A, B, C, D. Mm -hmm. Once mm -hmm. I make sure that I have my structure down, I have my basis down, then I can bust them in the mouth with flavor. 
Right. There right. you go. Okay. All right. I got it. I get you. I'm on the I train now. I'm good. You can you can safely do- double the cinnamon recipe in any baking. It's the cinnamon amount in any baking recipe, and it won't hurt it. I can definitely attest to that because I think that what when a recipe calls for cinnamon, it's never enough. I need to be punched in the jaw with some flavor. Like that cinnamon needs to come through strong. That that nutmeg, all those warm spices, that needs to come through strong. I'm telling you right now, I I, I think my gingerbread could could be the best. Oh, if if you really? wasn't gonna mention it, I was about to <laughs> say yeah. something about. It. Let me tell I'll y'all pat something. I myself on the back a little bit because I worked hard trying to develop the flavors for that gingerbread. I wanted to make a gingerbread that was so just flavorful but not sweet. Look, my mouth is watering thinking about my gingerbread. Mine too, mine too. See, this is <laughs> see, this is that, that this is that contrast right now. We were talking about crumble. I'm glad we talked about that first. So that, now we can right. talk about <laughs> sharp breadery. Talk about some good stuff. I, you, your cookies are just some of the best. Sharp bread, the sharp breadery, sharp breads are just something that you just didn't even know you needed in your life. But once you have it, you'll be like, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. Now I know. Now I know. Yeah. Now, now I know. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is really about really what uh, KCP's shortbreads. It's just. It's just being bold with the flavors. You know, like you, there's there's no reason to tone it down or be muted. Like we're not we're not trying to make muted flavors here. You're trying to be bold with flavors. Use more spices. Use more yes. more of it. You want you want that to be more forward. So the the shortbreadery shortbreadery's concept is. You know, classic shortbreads, but with more flavor forward concepts. So, you know, so instead of being like, you know, when you get a lemon shortbread from the shortbreadery, it's not going to be like a little bit of lemon. It's going to usually taste like, wow, this is a lemon cookie and it's good. There's no doubt. There's no doubt in your mind what you're eating. No diggity. (laughs) Right. And another thing, like, I'll give this a, we're talking about like warm spice cookies. Uh, My trick with like my oatmeal cookies, I'll give this secret away is to use a tiny pinch of cayenne pepper with warm spices. And that actually helps, that actually, you won't taste heat because there's too much sugar in a cookie to really make this burn burn. So you'll actually bring it, enhance the warm spices by putting a little bit of cayenne pepper in there and yeah. not much. I mean, I'm talking like a, like a sixth of a teaspoon type, type of amount, just mm-hmm. a little bit. And uh, another, another, another one. Pinch. Yeah, another one people miss too is cl- they don't they don't do clove. Clove is another good one to do, but once again, clove you have to be careful. You have to use a very small amount of clove, just uno, a little uno poquito. Yeah, yeah, just literally like a pinch. Right, and clove and I would never double clove amount in any oh. recipe, but no. you can you can safely double uh, cinnamon, cinnamon and uh, and nutmeg. I, I like to be uh, nutmeg is a little overpowering, so I don't like to double nutmeg too much, but Cinnamon, you can definitely du- double that, that. So, so I actually, I'm glad you said that because I actually had a, a a a conversation the other day with uh, one of my good friends, Jason Pettis, that I that I cook with, and we were talking about doubling, tripling, quadrupling batches of things that we were cooking, right? And there's mm. certain ingredients that you can you can do that with. If you have a recipe for for one batch and you need to make four batches. There are certain ingredients that you can double, triple, quadruple, and it won't affect the taste. But there's other ingredients that you need to be very, you know, you need to be very, I guess, weary of or um, 
be, be perfect to the fact that some ingredients are going to greatly differentiate your taste between one product and another just by doubling or tripling that amount just because that is maybe a pulverizing ingredient and you triple that for the batch and you may have to work with that so I'm I, don't know if, I don't know if that's the same for cookies i'm, I'm sure hey, there hey, are hey, ingredients hey. that you can put in cookies that are the same outcome. yeah you you can double some then others you can't uh like one of those like when you're talking about double is salt you cannot quadruple the amount of salt no. that you need in a recipe no. or black pepper it's not going to take four times as much black pepper no. to, do, to do that because black mm -hmm. pepper is a weird ingredient. Uh, <laughs> if you add it at the beginning, it's going to, it's, it, and you add too much, by the end, it's going to be way too much. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have to be careful, uh, careful with things like, and another thing is uh, also any type of hot, like chili powder. You're not going to need four times as much of that in the, a bigger batch recipe. So if you're making like doubling cookie recipes and use a little bit of cayenne, you're not going to really need to double that amount. No. You just need a little bit. So, but cinnamon is one of the ones you can, you can safely double the cinnamon, especially if it's a cinnamon forward recipe, like you're making like a, like a cinnamon forward cookie or cake. Yeah. You could use more cinnamon safely. Right. right. Like with a snickerdoodle, you can add quite a you bit can add of cinnamon. More cinnamon. Yeah. To me, that just makes it better. I yeah. Just, I'm a you, fan of cinnamon, so yeah, I am too. So uh, let's move on to the other types of cookies. We have molded cookies, which are like I know this is barbecue Brandon's favorite peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter are good. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So, but what what confused me about this category is I, I always thought peanut butter cookies were more of a drop cookie. I guess because you actually do like the cross section with the with the fork, I guess just to make it its signature little. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> now now a peanut butter cookie is kind of the same as a. Uh, it's kind of like a drop cookie because you mm -hmm. use eggs in peanut butter cookies, right? But they they don't they don't they don't really flow as nicely. They do they do spread. I mean that's they they, they, they spread, but they don't. I think they need a little help. So you right. know, that's why you do the crosshatch to kind of help it out because the peanut butter has a lot of protein in it and that really holds things together. That's what Correct. It is. It's, it's made from a much different dough that can, that's yeah. more like a clay consistency and you roll that dough into balls. Right. And then you, you crosshatch it. So then it has, you know, it's not going to bake in a ball form. An another mm -hmm. good, yeah. Another good thing about this cookie recipe, uh, peanut butter cookie recipe is you can use a peanut butter cookie recipe to make another nut butter cookie recipe. So if you want to make almond butter cookies, mm -hmm. it's pretty much the same thing. It's like a one-to-one -one, uh, substitution. Uh, you could do almond butter. You could do sunflower butter. I've done sunflower butter cookies. I've done uh, pistachio butter cookies, mm -hmm. uh, walnut butter cookies. Uh, but some to, uh, the one that you have to be careful with is pistachios because they have a less fat than a peanut butter. You have to add a little bit of oil to get like the same texture as as a uh, as a peanut butter, right, mm. right. But you the, so yeah. so you can use the peanut butter a peanut butter cookie recipe to make different types of cookies. So, and you can also add different spices to peanut. If you want to make a spice peanut butter cookie, you can do that too. That's mm -hmm. perfectly Ooh, le legitimate. That sounds that sounds really good. That sounds very good. That you know, you know, we might yeah. have to do that. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, we, we, yeah, we doing it. That's for sure. Uh, I mean, you could use something like, uh, like let's say, like a uh, like a flavoring. Um, 
almost like a curry flavor, but not, you know, like a, like a, not as, you know, without like the cilantro and all that other mm. stuff that you use in savory curries, but like a, like a chai tea, like a chai Ooh. tea flavor would make a good peanut butter cookie. So if you wanted to like, say, take the butter that you use in peanut butter cookies and bloom like some chai tea spices in there, that would go really good with a, with a peanut butter cookie. You could also use like the same spice mixture as you would use in any type of spice cookie. If you did like a, a gingerbread spice blend or and add it to a peanut butter cookie, that would work well too. Peanut butter works really well with spices. So, mm. so yes. I want y'all to take note of something. So this happens not just on the podcast. This happens every time we get together. <laughs> we start thinking and putting our brains together and we just start coming up with things. But you see what just happened organically there? We just started talking about all kind of things. We, we took a baseline of something and then we, we started talking about things that you can add to it that wouldn't necessarily affect the structure of the cookie, but that would affect the taste and that would enhance the flavors. Right. Right. So, yeah, I'm another, excited yeah. about that because you know how I love me some peanut butter. So, right. I mean, another another interesting spice to use in a cookie, and I know this sounds weird, but it's black black pepper. Black pepper can work in a cookie. Now, you can't use coarse ground black pepper like you're using in a, <laughs> right. you, you know, right. you know, you season your steak. But black pepper can actually work really well with spice blends. Once again, it's that peppery flavor can actually enhance certain spices. So it gives you a, a different yeah. taste on it. So right. black pepper is another ingredient that you can use in cookies if you're used correctly. Right. You're not going to need a whole tablespoon of it. But no. sugar, sugar really changes how things hit your palate. So black pepper in a sweet application, I mean, like chai tea is a sweet drink. Chai tea has black pepper in it. It has black pepper mm -hmm. in it. That's right. So, so okay, right. If we take some butter, infuse mm. it, brown it, and then infuse it with some chai tea spices, and yeah. mix that in the <laughs> right. into the peanut butter cookie recipe. Oh, we getting crazy. Oh. I love this it. Is a, but this, this brings up a good point, is, uh, is butter infusions into cookies and recipes. So infusing a butter with certain spices can actually help you enhance flavors in your cookies. One of my secret things that I do with my cookies, all these flavors, all these unique flavor combinations that I have come up with for my cookies, it's easier to infuse those flavors in the fat, the butter, than mm. to add it to your cookie. That way, you're not changing the texture of your cookie. You're not changing the structure of your cookie, mm -hmm. but you're adding flavor. You're adding just all these interesting things that would normally change the structure of your cookie if you used it, you know? It's kind of like that that thinking that we covered a few podcasts ago. You you kind of think in reverse with mm. these recipe with these cookie recipes. So mm -hmm. how can I get this product, the same product at the end, with and, and change it somehow in, in, in the recipe to be a flavor that is unique? But I don't want to change the end result. So I need to figure out within this combination how to change this up just a little bit. And right. that's how you have to think. That's how I think about all the flavors for my cookies. Like, how can I change this into something different? How can I better this recipe without affecting the structure at the end? Mm. So, and, and, and the, good, and the, the, important, the important thing about that is, is that spices bloom in fat. 
Yes. yes. And they bloom yes. and they bloom differently in fat than they do in water. Yes. And what you did would when you bloom a spice in fat, you end up with the more rounded flavor profiles of the spice and not really the sharp notes. Yes. So that's why it works really good on cookies because when you bloom spices and fat, you round you end up with those round flavors. You end up with the deeper flavors from the yes. spices. Yes. Water does bring out flavors and spices too, but they're also they're different. It's, it's not the deep flavors. The deep flavors come from blooming and fat. So most yes. of these spices and herbs, the flavor compounds are oils. So yes. you, mm -hmm. you're extra extracting those oils into fat, straining those solids out, and you're, and you're left with just the flavoring. Yes. Yes. So anybody out there, if you want to try this out, cake recipe, cookie recipe, like let's just say a sugar cookie recipe. You have a great sugar cookie recipe, right? That sugar cookie recipe is going to call for butter, no matter what. It's going to call for butter because you need that fat element. It's in the, you know, it's in the lineup. You can't go without it. Okay. Melt that butter on the stove in a pot and just put, open up a pack, cut open a pack of chai tea. Just a pack. Just cut it open. Have the tea bag, dump it out in there and just let it stay in there nice and warm. Just keep it in there, I guess, 30 minutes. But keep it warm. Keep it on real low. You take that out and you strain it. You want to get all the tea leaves, all the spices, everything out. Let that butter, whatever your recipe is, if your butter needs to be room temperature, let that butter cool off to where it's a more solid state, right? I'm telling you right now, it's going to blow your mind. That mm. butter infusion will blow your mind. It'll be like yes. snickerdoodles on crack. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this conversation. No, you can use it. There's, there's so much thing you can do with spices and, and blooming these in fat. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a trick I've used for a long time. I, I, I'd use it a lot for like steaks, you know, I'll bloom like uh, rosemary in fat and it like doing rosemary, like in, and rosemary is a good flavor to use in cookies too. Believe it or not, you can use rosemary in sweet applications. It gives it, a, it, you know, it gives, but you have to bloom it in fat to tone right. that down and round be. the flavor mm -hmm. profile of it because otherwise it's too sharp. You end yeah. up with something that tastes like pine saw. It's too yeah. piney. Yeah, it'd be too piney, so, too grassy. Yeah. Yeah, but like, a, like a, I'm thinking like what a, ro a rose, rosemary could work really well in a sugar cookie too. So yeah, it, it's, you, you really, you really have to be really open minded with this, you know. Mm -hmm. But but blooming these spices and fats really helps. It gives you the nice round profile. You're not going to get the real, uh, I guess you would say medicinal, like astringent taste you get from like something that's bloomed in like in water. You know, it's a different right. it's a different flavor. You know, yeah. this is why people add fats like cream and milk to tea is to help kind of bring those flavors back into balance. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. indeed. So yeah, pretty. I I, I challenge. Our, our subscribers to try that. Try it right. out. You don't have to get fancy with some fancy cookie recipe. Go, and there's nothing wrong with cake mix. There's nothing wrong with the little cookie uh, pre-mixed stuff, no. the dry stuff. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? That is I, cha I challenge you guys to do it. Get Go get that cookie mix, that dry cookie mix, that Betty Crocker in the bag. And, and when you do your butter, do it that way. It'll change. It'll change everything. And you know, you bring up a good point about cake mixes. Cake mixes make great cookies too. Oh, you know, yes. Yeah. Cake, cake batter cookies are not. Are, I, I love them. They're delicious. Look, I have a niece 
who is an expert at making cake batter cookies. So much so they cause fights at family functions of who gets <laughs> the last cookie. <laughs> Any flavor competition. I'll give you guys my cake mix cookie recipe. One box of cake mix, one egg, and a stick of butter. Melted stick of butter. Mix those ingredients together. You, it makes a, a really thick dough. And you can add anything. You can add, like, my favorite combination is strawberry cake mix, and you add chocolate chips in it. Semi-sweet oh. chocolate chips. Oh. So good. And you just, it's a drop cookie. You mm -hmm. put those, bake them, what, like, how long, like, 10, how long is it? Cookies, co this is, cookies don't take very long. It's usually nine, minutes. nine to 13 minutes. Is, yeah. I'd say 13 minutes is like the, that's like the wall. Like, if it takes them longer than that, like, you're just not looking at these cookies right. They don't take longer than 13 minutes. And yeah. I'm going to tell you this. That, that oven's going to be on, like, 300. Cookie, cookie, <laughs> yeah. Cookie mistake number one is overcooking. Yeah. Overcooking cookies. You have to trust in the process of cookies. Mm -hmm. and unless you live in at 20,000 feet, yeah. you know, it's, it's not going to take that long. At, right. sea at sea level down here, it takes about 12, it takes about, usually about, 10 to 11 minutes is about right. average. It depended right. on the size of your cookies, but you have to take them out and let them sit and don't touch them. Yeah. And let, let it steam off, let it come together and let it, before you dig into them. Oh, I know yeah. it's tempting. Yeah. But yeah, over, over baking is number one. Cookie sin number one is over baking. Mm, Very absolutely. true. A box of cake mix, one egg and a stick of butter melted. I also, I also give another simple uh, cookie recipe, the Nutella cookie. One mm -hmm. cup of flour, one egg, and one cup of Nutella. Mix it together, make it into a dough, press it out, bake it. Guess what? Only takes about 10 minutes. And there you go. That is a, that is a great cookie. That's one of the best cookie recipes I've ever seen. So real quick, we're going to go over some more cookie types of cookies. Real quick. Cookies so are cheese-stopping. Oh, yeah. And I've only narrowed it down to like eight types there's so many different varieties but like these are the most popular so you have your sandwich cookies you have that fall under that category you, of course oreos which are a type of shortbread so you have your shortbread cookie sandwiches then you have your whoopie pies which are a more cakey type mm. of cookie which if you guys have never had a whoopie pie they're amazing and they're like all the rage we went to maine on a trip one time and Everybody had whoopie pies oh, in yeah. every store, and it was glorious. Oh. They were so delicious. So we have that. And then we have your no-bake cookies. For instance, Rice Krispie Treats. That falls oh. into your no-bake cookies. Is that, a, is that oh. technically a cookie? It's technically a cookie because oh, wow. it's a bar. It's a yes. bar cookie. That's what I was going to say. It's a bar cookie, yeah. but it's a no-bake bar cookie. That's interesting. So you have a lot like that. Uh, don't use uh, Rice Krispies. Use like Fruity Pebbles or Cocoa Pebbles make a good one, too. <laughs> uh, cornflakes. Uh, cornflakes. Captain Crunch makes a good one. I'm so, I'm so traditional. I gotta have them Rice Krispies with. Right. It gotta be traditional. <laughs> and and don't and don't try to skimp out on that either. Don't use like some. some don't use uh, fluff. Do not use fluff. Uh, uh, no. Get the good marshmallows and you use you you use a good amount of butter. Yes. You yeah. put Melt don't, those don't, marshmallows don't, and butter. Don't use less butter. Don't do it. You nope. put you put the right amount of butter, or you put more. All right, there's that's only two options. Don't put less. Hey, hey, barbecue brand. Yes. You go brown that butter first. If it's brown, it's better, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So we making brown butter rice krispie treats too. Hey, <laughs> we we making brown butter rice krispie treats. We making some infused some what some spiced peanut butter cookies. Yes. Uh, I might even smoke some butter. We might do some smoke oh. cookies. Oh, oh, know about right. that. Uh -oh. Pull out yeah. my specialty right now. Let me flex my muscles right uh -oh. quick. <laughs> no, that's that's a that's a great idea. <laughs> That's a great idea. Smoke would actually smoke would actually work really good in a cookie, especially like a chocolate like a chocolate Ooh, cookie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Smoke would work really well. Absolutely. Now, now this is a rare thing. If you could find it, they're they're not often rice krispie treats, but with apple cinnamon rice krispies. Oh. I've never even seen those, huh? Never seen them. They exist. They do wow. exist. Rare. A they're, rare find. They're still out there. That wasn't a, a limited edition. I don't. I don't know. I've seen them only that, like a few times. Well, don't don't boy, buy that, that box boy. off of eBay now. Somebody's <laughs> been holding on to that since 1987. Oh lord, <laughs> definitely my stomach bubbling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, 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 they didn't make him. Mm -mm. Hey, okay, look, so it's, it's on Amazon. It's fourteen dollars. What? Oh, see, no, that box too old. <laughs> that old. That's an old box. No, I don't know, <laughs> you yeah. might as well get you some Apple Jacks and, and grind that up. <laughs> All right, so we have the no-bake cookies. We also have icebox cookies, which I don't know about this category. They they said shortbread or icebox cookies. I don't no, know short, about shortbreads that. are cooked. Icebox cookies aren't cooked. Yeah, which I don't means know about like, that. which is which is weird because like you know with let's let's everybody know safety mo safety moment of the episode. Flour is let's, a raw ingredient. Let's go. Flour <laughs> raw is raw. <laughs> You handle flour, you treat flour, you should treat flour like you treat any raw ingredient, whether it be meat or anything else. It is a raw ingredient. It is not, it's not pasteurized, sanitized or anything like that. So do mm. not eat raw cookie dough. Do not eat raw flour. No, it's, it's a bad idea. It's, it's not the eggs. It's, it's the flour. The flour. It's wow. The flour. Oh, that's yeah. big. That's big. Nobody yeah. knows that. I don't know that. I didn't know that. No. But if you read the bag of flour, it says, do not consume raw flour. If you Ooh. have to have some of that cookie dough, get your get your frying pan out and 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 fry you a little cookie on there to try it out. Yeah. You gotta have it. Do it. You can that make, way. You, you can make what you do is you if you want to make raw if you want to eat raw cookie dough, mm -hmm. you have to uh you have to take your flour and you have to cook it in the oven at like two hundred degrees for like twenty minutes or something like that. It's gotta that, be cooked. That'll be that'll pasteurize it. So yes. uh, you could do that and then. If you want to put eggs in it, you can buy pasteurized eggs as well. There you go. We we, we help Safety people out tonight. Of the day. <laughs> Safety moment of the day. So, and the last cookie on this little uh, list that I have here is your pressed cookies. So, to me, these are kind of like a cross between your sugar cookie and your shortbread cookie, but you have to have like a cookie press or cooked gun. So, the most famous pressed cookies are something everybody knows but forgets about. Because most of the time, them cookie tins have sewing needles and oh. threaded them. Those oh. little Danish butter cookies. <laughs> right. Man. Oh, that's another a version. Uh, I guess, would Pazelle's be uh, considered a pressed cookie? Oh, I don't know. That is a very good question. Because Pazelle's are cooked in a Pazelle maker, kind of like a mm. waffle maker. Yeah. I don't know if so it's a cookie. That, would a waffle also be... <laughs> Y'all no. in my head right now with yeah. these panzels. Is that what you said? Pizzels, yeah. Pizzels. It's an Italian. Pizzel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's an Italian cookie. Oh, oh, another one. What about the Stroop waffle? Is that a cookie? Is that a Ooh. cookie or a waffle? 
I don't know. That's a more. I don't know, but they they are delicious. They are delicious. A a Wookie because (laughs) a Wookie is a Wookie. (laughs) Do the sound. Do the sound, uh, Brandon D. Oh, I don't know if I can do it right now. I can't do do it. it. Do it. You got I can't it. do it. I can't do it on command. Did, I'm did someone nice. say a Wookiee? <laughs> 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. I feel like I, I'm going to date myself real quick. I feel like this was Pee Wee's Playhouse and somebody said the secret word of the day. Yeah. Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, R.I.P. my boy, man. Yeah. Oh. But those, uh-huh. yeah, those little stroop waffles are um, stroop waffles are awesome. Yeah, they grow great with coffee. I love those. Types. Oh yeah. yes. We oh, we yeah. uh, somebody taught me. I don't know who taught me how to do this or not how to do this. It, it's not a process. But um, you take those stroop waffles and you put over your hot cup of coffee and let them kind of mm. warm up a little bit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. With that being said, I want to read our little end quote of the night. This comes to us from Terry. I'm gonna murder this last name gil gil i'm gonna just say it like it's french guillemont from terry guillemont desserts are the fairy tales of the kitchen a happily ever after to supper mm, that, i like that yeah pretty good right pretty good pretty for good sure. for the cookie yeah so all right i want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight and we want to ask you make sure you subscribe like comment interact with us watch all of our little shorts barbecue brand has been putting up some shorts lately watch all our other episodes we're gonna have one more episode left for this season guys so next week tune in tune in it'll be our last one for season one and then we're gonna take a little break for the holidays so make Mm -hmm. sure you're caught up make sure you're subscribed make sure you like make sure you comment and with that being said keep stirring the pot peace Later. Good night. Peace.